Hi, I'm David. And I'm Aaron. And this is the Travel Room. Before we start off this episode, we have an important message. So our sponsor for today is Podscribe. Podscribe makes it super easy to transcribe any of your podcast episodes. If you want to have your podcast transcribed, Podscribe is for you. They've made it so easy for us, and we will get an email within just 30 minutes of uploading our podcast. Podscribe can also embed the transcript onto your website. If you have a podcast or you'd like to start one, we would highly encourage you to use Podscribe. This is very important. If you say you came from the Travel Bros and sign on for one year, you'll receive your entire backlog transcribed for free. So for our sake and your sake, please say that you came from the Travel Bros and it'll save you lots of money. You can check out Podscribe's website simply by typing podscribe.ai into any search browser. So thank you so much, Podscribe, for helping us with our transcript. So Aaron, I'm going to jump into the fun fact for today, which is my favorite fun fact because it's actually way different than all of the other ones. So as you guys know, we are starting off in season three by doing countries that we have been to in Europe. However, this is a major exception, unless you want to count an airport for an airport layover. But the reason we're doing France is because, it, because of course, the U.S. is the country that listens to the travel bros the most. But the second country that listens to the travel bros the most is France. Um, we also have listens from many other, other, many other countries, and we love our international audience. We are so glad that we have it. But shout out to y'all in France. Just for listening to our podcast, you've got a sp- special episode devoted to you guys. So, Aaron, what do you think of that? I love that France is our second most listened to country in the world. What do you think? Well, David, I'm super happy about that, and I'm so glad that we have fans internationally across the entire country, continent, and world, because generally I wouldn't be as excited, but you know, we've really worked as hard as we possibly can to get an international audience, especially in this season, as we've done top countries in Europe and top things to do there. So we are very glad that our second most listened to country is France. So thank you for all of the French listeners out there listening right now to the Travel Bros. Yes. So we are going to just jump into today's episode. So we're going to start off with kind of a given what you have to do when you're in France. So if you're in France, you have to go to Paris. And if you're in Paris, you have to go to the Eiffel Tower. Now I'm going to name some insane facts about this amazing landmark that you probably didn't know. One, it has a secret apartment at the top. Now, not only when I heard about this, but when I looked up pictures, this absolutely blew my mind. They actually redid it to make it look modern. And back when the person who built it or the designer, something like that, I'm not totally sure, maybe the owner actually lived there. And he had super famous guests there, such as Thomas Edison. They hung out, did whatever they do. And it's, it's crazy. Um, Second fun fact is that Hitler actually ordered the Eiffel Tower to be torn down during World War II. However, thankfully, the French fought for their freedom, and this never ended up happening. Because the elevator was shut off, the Nazis had to go all the way to the top to hang up their terrible flag. Three, the Eiffel Tower actually sways and it can move. Now, this is different than most skyscrapers that are built to move because, yes, this tower is not only built that if there's wind, it can kind of sway, but it can actually move if there's strong enough winds, which is absolutely crazy. So Aaron, which one of these facts surprises you the most? That it has a secret apartment 
that Hitler actually ordered it to be shut down, which thankfully never ended up happening, or that it can actually move if there's a thunderstorm or wind. Well, David, all three of those things are super, super surprising, and I had no idea about any of those things. But honestly, David, the most surprising thing about it is actually that there is a secret apartment on the Eiffel Tower, which I actually had no idea about, and I think that's really interesting. I'm glad that the Eiffel Tower didn't get knocked down during World War II because it really is a great landmark, and I'm glad that it stayed up throughout two centuries, literally two centuries by now. And so, yeah, I think it's really interesting. Which one do you find most interesting? I don't know. The second one is very interesting, but it's depressing as hell. Uh, but the first one and the second one are my favorites. They, I love them just so much. And I just think it's amazing that there's a secret apartment. That's probably the coolest, but the fact that it can move is awesome as well. I completely agree with you, David. I think both of those are super, super cool. So let's get started with our second fact, but it's something that I'm sure a lot of y'all out there really, really love. So France has an amazing variety of restaurants and dessert locations throughout the country. And though I'm not going to name the specifics, I'll name the varieties of the variety of foods and other stuff like that related to restaurants. I just won't name specific restaurants. So the types of actual foods that are known in France are very obvious, baguettes and cheeses. Many believe that there are no better French foods than those, but they cannot be more wrong. So please tell me if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, but soup au loin jaune, or as many like to call it, uh, French onion soup, is a very popular meal. The American version differs slightly from how it is in France because the true ingredients grow seasonally in the countryside. Escargot is also a very delicious and interesting delicacy in France. It has a, it is a actual type of snail that is humongous and from personal experience, it tastes amazing. The most popular desserts in France, which I bet you know most of are macaroons. So creme And croissants, obviously. Oh, yes, and croissants, of course. So croissants creme brulee is also super, super popular, and I'm sure everybody knows that. And then something that's kind of similar to creme brulee, but I'm sure not, not all of you guys know about, is called creme caramel. And it's basically like creme brulee, but instead it's kind of more, it has caramel on it, but it's a really popular thing in France. And there's also many other things that I'm sure many of you know about, but we can't get into detail about them because there's, I could probably name a hundred on the spot right now. There are just so many to name. So David, out of all the foods that I mentioned and desserts that I mentioned, which one sounds most desirable? Well, I love macaroons. I don't really eat creme brulee a lot, uh, but the truth is probably definitely croissants. Croissants are my favorite. Um, I love croissants. I don't eat them as much as I should probably, but um, yeah, I, I do. I just love croissants, so it would probably be croissants. What about you, Aaron? So, David, I honestly could not choose between a lot of them, but from personal experience, I really like escargot. You just have to get it at the right place, and I'm sure that sounds pretty gross to you because I know you gross, really like gross. that kind of thing, uh, but it's it's delicious. I'd also have to agree with you on croissants because croissants are also amazing. Oh my gosh. But 
yeah, if I really had to choose, I think I would choose the croissant, but because escargot really has to be made perfectly to be good. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I agree with you, except for that I wouldn't eat escargot because as you know, I don't really eat that kind of stuff, but yeah. So we are going to move on to an area called Laura Valley. I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's spelled L-O-I-R-A. I don't think it's pronounced Loira. I think I looked it up. It's pronounced Laura Valley. Uh, and it's actually a beautiful, beautiful place to get away if you want to go to France. It's located near the Laura River, and it's known for all of their beautiful farms and all of their pretty wineries. This part of France also has many beautiful cities where you can actually go on tours. You can stay at really nice hotels and just pretty much enjoy yourself. Imagine being at a place where you can go to wineries and have just such a nice time in France while staying at a luxury hotel. Another amazing place to visit in France is Normandy. I know Normandy has a pretty bad past, but if you really want to get over that, it's totally different now. There are so many famous paintings you can go to and hear and see, and you can even go to the D-Day beaches here. So you can only imagine how much history there is in Normandy. So come here to see the history and the present. I personally would want to see Normandy because I know it's a very historic town, but there's also a lot of modern stuff that's being built there now. Aaron, would you go to Normandy or... I mean, the first place I mentioned to Laura Valley absolutely sounds amazing. Which one do you, which one would you rather visit, Laura Valley or Normandy? Well, David, both of those places sound really, really nice. I would probably choose Normandy, Normandy because I like small towns and stuff like that. I really like a small town kind of experience. That's why I really enjoyed Cape Cod. In specifically in Chatham, and I kind I really liked the small towns that we went through in New York State, not New York City, obviously, because that's a humongous city. But in reality, David, I think if I had to choose, I think I would choose Normandy because that sounds just like a more desirable place for me specifically. Which one would you pick? Ah, oh, you know. One hand, you got the luxury. On the other hand, you got the history. So I don't know. I would probably choose Normandy because it's super historic, but both of them sound absolutely amazing. But if I had to go anywhere, it would definitely be Paris. Um, so yeah, that's it. I would choose Normandy. Wow. So that sounds really great, David. And I know we've mentioned a lot of small towns, restaurants and all of that. But I know I say this in like most of our Europe episodes oh, about gosh, all yeah. of our countries that we've yeah. talked about, even if they're not notoriously known for it. But something that not a lot of people think about when discussing Paris is their canals. So actually, actually just their Can I, can I just stop you really fast? I just want to yes. stop you really fast. I love, I actually love that we mentioned it because it's funny by chance we didn't plan off of this, but talked about Italy. Venice has canals. We talked about Amsterdam or the Netherlands and Amsterdam has canals. We talked about England, London has canals. Now we're talking about France and Paris has canals. Like what are the chances of those random four countries having canals? This season should have been not about countries in Europe. It should have been about canals in Europe. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, it is actually a large canal. So the large canal in Paris is called the Canal St. Martin. So like many other canals in Europe, the St. Martin Canal has many passenger and ferry boats. This canal is 4.6 kilometers long and it connects to the Seine River or 
I can't really, I'm not sure if I'm really pronouncing that correctly, but if, if I'm not, again, we have a lot of French listeners, so y'all can comment on this video on our Podbean website and correct me. I'm happy for any corrections. And we so are not, actually speaking of Podbean website, we're going to mention how to get there later on, but. Yes. So not only is this canal really fun because of tourists and ferry boats, which I love, but it also has plenty of restaurants along the canal. So the canal is made is man-made and it was finished way back in 1825. Even though it is like super old, it still remains in very good shape till this day. Sometimes the water in the canal can get very low, revealing a bunch of different items such as bikes or even cars at the bottom. David, what do you think about finding cars at the bottom of a canal and bikes? Because I know, I mean, I wouldn't really be surprised if a bunch of bikes were found in the canals in Amsterdam, which I'm sure there are, but... So you're saying, like, at the bottom, like, if the water level gets low, is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. Okay, that's a little crazy. So they're just like, who knows when the cars got there? Maybe they've just been covered up for years. I mean, that's that's crazy. I, If I ever were to see a car at the bottom of a canal i don't know what else you uh, said but that would be crazy i would definitely take a picture probably send it to every single person i can think of what about i mean that that's just insane i can't even imagine seeing a car at the bottom of a canal that's that's insane i mean i would that's the kind of thing i would expect in like amsterdam to see a bunch of bikes and maybe a car in like a canal if it got like super low at some point but you wouldn't expect to see that kind of thing in France, especially because they only have like one canal, which is their main canal. And, you know, it's actually very, very populated around the canal. It's very crowded. And so I don't know how somebody would sneak a car in there, but I, I'm, they did. So anyways, moving on, David, can you tell us about the countryside of France? Yeah, so there's actually one part of France that is absolutely gorgeous undescribable almost and it's called the province countryside so unlike some parts of france that are always cloudy and not necessarily beautiful outside the countryside of province is hit with blue skies and the gorgeous sun almost every day here you can even smell beautiful things in the air such as sage herbs and time and time if you come here you can explore the beautiful villages and you will not be disappointed i can guarantee you Another amazing place to visit if you ever come to France is the Alassi region. I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. A-L-A, oh no, A-L, sorry, Alsace. Wait, Alsace region, Alsace. Oh, wait, Alsace region, I don't know. There's hundreds of old villages here that will definitely catch your eye. There's actually something called the Alsace Villages Route where you can go see many of the villages that this beautiful region has to offer. They even have medieval towns that you can go and visit. In summary, this is just a beautiful region in France with many old historic beautiful visit villages that you can go and visit. I mean, Aaron, that's kind of insane that they have the path that takes you through the villages. Isn't that amazing? I would definitely go on there. Yeah, David, that sounds really, really fun. I actually love, as I said before on your last like on your last fact, I actually really enjoy villages. Like that's why I enjoyed specifically Chatham, Massachusetts. And I also enjoyed like the places around New York City, not in New York City, but you know, in New York State. 
And I think that's really, really fun. I also, even though we make jokes about it a lot, I actually really enjoy the college part of Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is really, really fun. And we actually took the bus there a while ago. But yeah, David, that sounds really, really fun. I think small towns are amazing. And I think the route sounds amazing too. David, what do you think about it? I mean, especially knowing like us, how we like to explore, I can only imagine how much fun we would have together going on that route. Uh, but that just sounds amazing. And I would love to do that. And just everything just sounds awesome. Yeah, David, that does sound awesome. So I know we've talked about, now we've talked about like a couple of villages and stuff like that. And you can actually find the next thing that I'm going to talk about right outside of one of the most popular villages. I can't quite re recall the name off the top of my head. But for those daredevils out there, cliff diving is a great, dangerous, and fun option. So some cliffs are over 100 feet, and you will most likely die jumping from that height, but the smaller cliffs are super fun. You can also make sure that you have to be a good swimmer if you do cliff dive, because in France, in the middle of the ocean, the water can get very choppy. So this next thing I'm going to talk about isn't necessarily dangerous or scary, but it is still super cool, like amazing. So Mont Saint-Michael, uh, Saint I think I'm pronouncing that right again, if at the end any of our French listeners can correct us. So it is a commune in the tidal area that is incredible, and you can take horses through the marshes when the tide gets low enough. It will make you feel like you're literally walking on water if the tide gets to the low, to the lowest it can get since the ocean completely washes away. So this is one of the only places on earth where you can do something like this. And if you ever go to, if you ever go to France, you must try it. So the best place in France during the winter time is called Chaminot, Chaminix. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Again, correct me which is a mountain resort that shows that snows a lot. So the skiing there is super fun and can be challenging at times, but it's definitely worth it. You can also hike up the mountain, which can be very difficult and cold. The area is gorgeous during the summertime with an average temperatures in the 60s. And keep in mind, this is summertime. It can get like as low as the 40s. So don't miss out on an opportunity like this if you're in France. So David, what do you think about the ski resort in comparison to the cliff diving? I mean, both of those sound amazing. I love skiing, but I also love cliff diving. Not that I do it a lot. Uh, we were supposed, we probably mentioned this a lot. We were supposed to do it in Bermuda last year, but unfortunately we did not get to. But both of those things sound equal to me. Um, maybe the ski resort sounds a little bit more fun, but the cliff diving or cliff jumping sounds absolutely amazing as well. So now we are going to move on to the next kind of part, or I believe our podcast is over now, unfortunately, that's sad. But before we kind of end up this episode, we have, first of all, we have to say thank you, France, for listening, for being our second most listened to country. And we would also like to thank everybody who is listening to this episode, no matter where you're from. Now we have a special fan shout out to Luke and Wyatt. If y'all are listening, y'all live in our hometown of Houston, Texas. We met you at a park the other day. Hey, nice seeing y'all and hopefully we'll get to see y'all again. So special fan shout out to them. Yep. And so please check out our website at thetravelbrospodcast.com 
and for it would give you all the information on our podcast and other resources. It will really help if you can show some support and follow our Instagram at the Travel Bros Official. Thank you so much for listening, and this was the Travel Bros.